0: Once Gone. A Riley Page Mystery. Book One. Written by Blake Pierce, Narrated by Elaine Wise. Chapter Eight. Riley drove down the two-lane highway, sipping on her energy drink. It was a sunny, warm morning. The car windows were down and the warm smell of freshly baled hay filled the air. The surrounding modest-sized pastures were dotted with cattle, and mountains edged both sides of the valley. She liked it out here. But she reminded herself she hadn't come here to feel good. She had some hard work to do. Riley turned off onto a well-worn gravel road, and after a minute or two she reached a crossroads. She turned into the National Park, drove a short distance, and stopped her car on the sloping shoulder of the road she got out and walked across an open area to a tall sturdy oak that stood on the northeast corner this was the place this was where eileen roger's body had been found posed rather clumsily against this tree she and bill had been here together six months ago riley started to recreate the scene in her mind the biggest difference was the weather Back then it had been mid-December and bitterly cold. A thin blanket of snow covered the ground. Go back, she told herself, go back and feel it. She breathed deeply, in and out, until she imagined she could feel a searing coldness passing through her windpipe. She could almost see thick clouds of frost forming with her every breath. The naked corpse had been frozen solid. It wasn't easy to tell which of the many bodily lesions were knife wounds and which were cracks and fissures caused by the icy cold. Riley summoned back the scene, down to every last detail the wig, the painted smile, the eyes stitched open, the artificial rose lying in the snow between the corpse's splayed legs. The picture in her mind was now sufficiently vivid. Now she had to do what she'd done yesterday get a sense of the killer's experience. Once again she closed her eyes, relaxed and stepped off into the abyss. She welcomed that light-headed, giddy feeling as she slipped into the killer's mind. Pretty soon she was with him, inside him, seeing exactly what he saw, feeling what he felt. He was driving here at night, anything but confident. He watched the road anxiously, worried about the ice under his wheels. What if he lost control, skidded into a ditch? He had a corpse on board. He'd be caught for sure. He had to drive carefully. He'd hoped his second murder would be easier than the first, but he was still a nervous wreck. He stopped the vehicle right here. He hauled the woman's body, already naked, Riley guessed, out into the open but it was already stiffened from rigor mortis. He hadn't reckoned on that. It frustrated him, shook his confidence. To make matters worse, he couldn't see what he was doing at all well, not even in the glare of the headlights which he directed at the tree. The night was much too dark. He made a mental note to do this in daylight next time, if he possibly could. He dragged the body to the tree and tried to put it into the pose that he'd envisioned. It didn't go at all well. The woman's head was tilted to the left, frozen there by rigor mortis. He yanked and twisted it. Even after breaking its neck, he still couldn't set it staring straight forward. And how was he to display the legs properly? One of the legs was hopelessly crooked. He had no choice but to get a tyre iron out of his trunk and break the thigh and kneecap. Then he twisted the leg as well as he could, but not to his satisfaction. Finally, he dutifully left the ribbon around her neck, the wig on her head, and the rose in the snow. Then he got into his car and drove away. He was disappointed and disheartened. He was also scared. In all his clumsiness, had he left any fatal clues behind? He obsessively replayed his every action in his mind, but he couldn't be sure. He knew that he had to do it better next time. He promised himself to do better. Riley opened her eyes. She let the killer's presence fade away. She was pleased with herself now. She hadn't let herself be shaken and overwhelmed, and she'd gotten some valuable perspective. She'd gotten a sense of how the killer was learning his craft. She only wished she knew something, anything, about his first murder. She was more certain than ever that he had killed one earlier time. This had been the work of an apprentice, but not a rank beginner. Just as Riley was about to turn and walk back toward her car, something in the tree caught her eye. It was a tiny dash of yellow, peeking out from where the trunk divided in half, a little above her head. She walked around to the far side of the tree and looked up. He's been back here, Riley gasped aloud. Chills surged through her body and she glanced around nervously. Nobody seemed to be nearby now. Nestled up in the branch of a tree staring down at Riley was a naked female doll with blonde hair, posed precisely the way the killer had intended the victim to be. It couldn't have been there long, three or four days at most. It hadn't been shifted by the wind or tarnished by rain. The murderer had returned here when he'd been preparing himself for the Reba Fry murder. Much as Riley had done, he had come back here to reflect on his work, to examine his mistakes critically. She took pictures with her cell phone. She'd send those to the Bureau right away. Riley knew why he'd left the doll. It's an apology for past sloppiness, she realised. It was also a promise of better work. To come. This has been once gone, a Riley Page mystery, book one, written by Blake Pierce, narrated by Elaine Wise. Copyright 2016 by Blake Pierce. Production copyright 2016 by Blake Pierce.